girls, come on. Leave the saving of the world to the men? I don't think so. I don't think so. Hello and welcome, everybody. Welcome to Nerdy Girls After Dark, the podcast where women can get their fandom content, relationship advice, fashion tips, belly laughs, answers to dangerous questions, all in one nerdy place. I am one-fourth of your hosting party. I'm Sarah Lydia. Uh, this is Maya over here. Let me get us all in the right space. Maya, Jalen, and Micah. Micah is new to the show tonight. Micah, you want to introduce yourself? Um, hello everyone, my name is Micah. I am Maya's twin sister, so I'm just <laughs> I guess live from the comments. She materialized <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> right, exactly. Went from comments to, <laughs> to the podcast. Yes. So um yeah, I live in Columbus and just really excited um to be a part of the conversation. Yeah, maybe if we do a Bridgerton episode. <laughs> 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 Because I feel like that's her biggest fandom right now. That's a good one. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Maya with the hate on it all the time. No, no, no. <laughs> Bridgerton hate over here. Um, <laughs> all righty, y'all. Well, we got a, a really exciting episode. But first, before we get into the main topic that is centered on, like, the fa our favorite sceneries for films. May I have your attention, please? May I have your attention, please? Some attention moments <laughs> that we want to share over the past week, things that really caught our attention. So, Jalen, I know you're very excited to talk <laughs> about this one. Let's talk about Thor. <laughs> yeah, so what caught my attention, I think caught a lot of ours attention, was we got a teaser trailer for Ooh. Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, people were asking for this for ever, it feels like. <laughs> Anytime mm -hmm. Marvel put anything out, whether it's a poster, a clip, anything, everyone was always like, well, where's the Thor trailer? Where's the Thor trailer? And then they surprised us on Tuesday with, here it is. Um, movie looks really good. Uh, I like that we got the Guardians in this trailer, and I can't wait to see Thor and the Guardians interact because that's some of my favorite moments. They have great comedic chemistry together. So I'm excited to see more of them. Mm -hmm. For sure. <laughs> and she scooped it. I think like, <laughs> after it dropped, you put it in her chat. Yeah, I got to be quick on it, you know. <laughs> All righty, Sierra. Well, if Jalen is going to go with Boy Thor, I have to go with Lady Thor or Jane Foster, also known as Mighty Thor. Um, I mean, look at that. She's got the cape. She's got Mjolnir. It's just, it's, oh my gosh, it's so perfect. The branding for this movie, I feel like is so good. The the posters, the fonts, even the t-shirts the they have now. Um, it's just, it's perfection. I love Taika Waititi. I don't know how much he's had to do with the marketing, but I'm sure he has, and it's just brilliant. I love it. Absolutely. For sure. So that's going to be very exciting. Micah, I know you're eager. Yes. Yes. I, I just had to do a quick Coachella recap because I felt like I was very much in tuned into this content. Um, <laughs> so for one, first of all, 
as we know, tonight at midnight, Meg will be dropping her new song, new diss track that she um, she performed for the first time at Coachella. Automatic, automatic banger. So like, oh my gosh. I think the, the girls are so ready for this. I think this is potentially going to be the song of the summer, especially the girls that are just fed up. <laughs> like, you may want to Meg the Stallion not to get confused with the shark. <laughs> Like, that was a whole moment. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think just in general, like Coachella, I think there's a lot of the conversation about it, like in terms of fashion was like, you know, people are trying to make like these red carpet moments, like in this festival attire, and they like historically like talked about like what the, what the festival was. And honestly, like the older looks that people are alluding to, like they're super nostalgic of, I felt like they weren't really giving never really saw Coachella as like a fashion moment to be had more so like other festivals like Afropunk um but anyway I think all in all um some of the best dress uh there I feel like are Ricky Thompson Doja Cat and I, I really like Kendall Jenner's outfit I thought it was really I mean her hair was cute so controversial take but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you see Brian's comment about Going for a loop. Micah's voice is just a tad bit deeper than mine. So anyone like listening to the audio version, just yeah. keep that in mind. <laughs> and I'm weak of Anthony's comments. <laughs> she can call him by the wrong wings still by talking every morning. I she definitely has that. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's great. And for y'all to know, like, don't know, Micah is very into fashion. She has a, and you should also follow her on TikTok. Micah, TikTok name, Instagram name. <laughs> yes, at Micah's Manifesto. Um, yeah, I, I love, I love the fashion content. So styling videos, like the occasional rant that. that. <laughs> She's hilarious. And that means a lot coming from me. <laughs> um, so my attention, gosh, not that it took up the whole screen. Oh, no. I don't That's know if y'all awesome. watched The Masked Singer, but the fact that they just let anybody on the show know today. <laughs> <laughs> for anybody. I, well, I don't even watch The Masked Singer, but when I saw the clip of this man popping out of this box and he was singing Bad to the Bone, I was, I was taken out of my element. I'm like, wow. And so... Uh, Kim Jong, he actually, he's a getter, he's a um, judge. He walked off when he, the reveal happened. So nice. I was I was very surprised they put that type of controversial guest, but obviously this is the type of reaction they want, have mm -hmm. really shocking guests. So what, what was I mean, he supposed was to like, be? <laughs> you, you said, who was he? They're always like some weird creatures, like a hippo or like yeah. a rhinoceros, like the the costumes are always really crazy. So I don't know what the aesthetic is here. Like a, um, it looks like peacock. a bird in yeah. a box. Yeah, it looks like bird. It's giving clown. Clown makes sense, but <laughs> you know, it was really yes. I watched the clip right before. He was a chicken. So we had like a, a chicken, chicken head on. Oh <laughs> but that to the bone. That was I thought that was hilarious, but also like, oh my gosh, cringe if I was in the live audience. Um, he does look like Kevin from Up. Oh my gosh, Brian. Good call, so Ryan. <laughs> I think yeah. that that's really going to drive next season's ratings because it's like, okay, 
that precedent yeah. was set, anybody could be like, anybody, <laughs> right? Yep. Like, exactly. Um, oh my God, Tiffany, that is so true. And his veneers really keep me up at night. I'm so disturbed. <laughs> oh God, I know. Or when real, he real sweats bad. his hair off, I don't know. That's so, <laughs> so gross. Good. Gross. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. So that was, I think that concluded the things that got our attention for this week. Um, do, so, do we want to give ahead. an etiquette corner real quick? Oh, and a yes. cheers? Yes. Okay, cheers. Or a pour your you, wine? You got it, Sarah. You want to give the etiquette corner? Yeah, just that this, um, letting y'all know, those those of you in the comments and, and listening to us live, this is a safe and inclusive space. And um, if, you know, if you breach that boundary at all in the comments, we will come for you. Um, what did Brian say? This was spoiled months ago. The region, oh. I didn't realize that was spoiled. Okay. Um, but yeah, so just just be respectful of one another in the comments um, and just in general in life. That's a good rule of thumb. And um, let's get let's get our wine poured and let's get the show on the road. Yeah, I had to do. I almost forgot to open up my bottle, so I do like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, cheers, cheers, ladies. Yeah. Yes. Cheers. <laughs> we need to get like a clink sound. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We need the clink sound effect for sure. Or just put that <laughs> gif of um, Betty White <laughs> Betty. and yeah. to oh, clink the glasses. Yeah. That what that's what we'll do next time. That's, that's a good idea. For sure. <laughs> for sure. So, as most of you all know, tomorrow is Earth Day, and we're like, what is what would be the best way to kind of like talk about and celebrate the Earth? then mixing it in with some of our favorite films or some of our favorite sceneries from these films. So um, we wanna just talk about our top five favorite films or favorite film sceneries. So they don't have to be your favorite movie. I guess I should say that. But obviously films that we've Landscape. all seen that we're just so captivated about by the setting. Mm -hmm. and so throw, throw, I know, some, throw some in the comments too. Yes, please share yours. And so I know some of us are going in ranking order. Jalen, are you are you going in ranking order? Or are you going just by just top five in general? Um, I mean, probably just top five in general. Um, yeah, same. I don't know if, I mean, I guess my number one isn't my favorite movie all, of all time, but it has its own category. So I'll save that one for last. It's my favorite That's documentary, I guess you could say, but... Um, I didn't really rank all of them in five through one or anything like that. I'll just say okay. them. Well, if if you do have a ranking, you feel strongly about like where it's positioned, just let it let the people know. But we can, we guess we'll just do round robin style. Let's do it. That means it started with me. Okay. <laughs> I actually, I'm not going to do mine in any specific order as well. But the first one that I wanted to share is Wine Country. Oh, yes. Have you seen Wine Country on Netflix? Yes. Mm -hmm. oh, perfect choice. Absolutely love, like, and it was just like, you, you know, from last, well, our first episode, I'm just a sucker for sisterhood movies in general. So and Micah got me to watch this. And so that paired with like this beautiful scenery. Oh, it was amazing. And my, Mike and I went to Wine Country last year. And we're like, oh, my gosh. We love it. So that's definitely 
my top five. Where where did y'all go? We went to Sonoma Valley. Oh. We went to we had like a driver, and they took us to what like four different wineries. Yeah, and gosh, I'm honestly blanking on some of the names right now, but like. We would definitely share. Um, yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, Sonoma <laughs> Valley the wine. We don't remember. <laughs> I, well, no, it, that means you did it right. Where are we? I wonder wanna... it could be shared on Instagram if y'all follow us. Yes, right. yes, yes. At Nerdy Girls After Dark. Um, my one of my best friends, Dirty Thirty. Uh, we went to Temecula in Southern California, Ooh. and they had uh, a party bus, and we went to like. I don't even remember how many, but it was gorgeous. Oh I want to go back. I want to go to Napa too. Yeah, me too. That's on my bucket list. Yes. Oh my gosh, Jamie. We'll have to do a girls trip. Right. Yes. Because <laughs> I hear that there's a music festival there called Battle Rock. So I, I hear that's like the perfect time to go. I think Meg the Stallion performed last year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's done. Let me confiscate her. Squeaky toys. Oh, <laughs> We're dog friendly on here. It's okay yes. if there's squeaky toys. Yeah. It's always the squeaky toy the moment you join a club. Mm -hmm. right. but, um, Sarah, what about you? What was the first one you want to share? The first one I want to share, oh man. Um, I guess are you are you at them or mm -hmm. um I guess I'm gonna go Life of Pi first. Amazing choice. Ugh. So, so beautiful. This one, this scene in particular with uh, the bioluminescence was so just jaw dropping in the theater on a huge screen. Um, just stunning. And the rest of the movie is so pretty too. The, I think it's Madagascar. Is he in Madagascar with all the lemurs? Yes. Whatever those were. But uh -huh. anyway, just really, really stunning. Um, so that's that's on my list. Again, mine are not ranked at all. I could not pick one over another, but this is on my top five list. Amazing. Oh my gosh, it's absolutely beautiful. The moment you told me, right? that, like, how is this not on my list? Right. Amazing pick. Um, and then we have some people in the comments, our, our friends from uh, Canada saying, come to Niagara for wine. So we got to put that on oh, our bucket list too. Yes, we'll make the trip up there. <laughs> oh wait, yes. Micah, Brian, we said, he says, is there no! a This is Moses Jones. <laughs> Hi, Samantha. This is just Doug. No Boston Terrier. Yeah. All righty, Jalen. What is your pick? Um, I'm going to go with, um, I'll start with The Lion King. Ooh, good one. The animated one. I have not seen the live action one because I refuse to. Um, so I'm going to start with uh, The Lion King. I mean, just look at that view. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I want to be on Rock just looking at those fields and then seeing all the trees and all the animals. Like, oh, if I, that, it needs to be real so I could just go there and just sit there with, with Simba. That's what I want to do. <clears throat> That's but then when I was thinking about this, I wish I did another movie, but that's okay. That's <laughs> There's another movie I should have put on my list when you were talking about wine country, but honorable I'll mentions. For, we'll honorable save it for honorable mentions at the end because I have honorable to include it. 
I think Mike and I were just talking yesterday how we get so annoyed when people call lions like the king of the jungle. We're like the you mean the king of the savannah, right? Like, <laughs> isn't that what Lion King taught us? Is that yes. they're not in the jungle. I but think you know what happened. Yeah, I was gonna say George of the Jungle messed up people's frame of reference. <laughs> right. <laughs> you <a> scoring partner. <laughs> George of the Jungle. Oh, another great movie. That also could be on this list for That's you know, good series. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Definitely. Was well, great. That's amazing pick. Anime. I got an animated one on my list too, Jalen. So. Mm -hmm. I mean, like animated a, worlds are just so cool. So you know, yeah. I always yeah. got. Can do way one. more. Right. <laughs> Sure. So, Micah, what you got? Um, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever one you want to say. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to throw like a monkey wrench in this one. So, I put Mad Max. Oh, um, yes. For a little bit of a different reason. I feel like, you know, this is not a climate optimist like landscape <laughs> at yeah. all. Um, and it just kind of like these like post-apocalyptic, like there's, I've seen a lot of like, watched a lot of like movies like like this, like this dystopian kind of like afterlife. But I feel like this setting really struck me because like it was especially that waterfall scene where it's like, wow, like in the like, I guess in the spirit of Earth Day, like what, like what the climate crisis can mean is like a centralization of resources to the people with the most power and creates like these evil, like creep, jeepers creeper looking being. <laughs> um, so, I don't know, this landscape was really made me focus on the people and then it just like the colors and the, the like the whole, so like the whole thought of this world mm -hmm. being built was just that feeling very fantastic. And then it's like very much like you can tell that they use antique and old things to create the world that they live in, which I think is really fascinating too to see that um, in like a non like Wally corny, like, <laughs> 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 corny animated way. Um, yeah. Well, that's, a, that's a great pick. That's a great pick. Yeah. Was that Fury Road? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We should. Yeah. That's awesome. We love that movie. We love that movie. Charlize. <laughs> Gosh. that movie made me love Char like I've already always been a fan but that movie just like wow yeah he's a force yeah. to be reckoned with for sure um so my next pick and I don't know if we have any Nicholas Sparks fans <laughs> oh crap of course it's a crappy picture <laughs> oh great um well I'll take this off because it was hurting my eyes but <laughs> Anyone seen the lucky one? It was Zac Efron and Homegirl that I don't know her name, but I it was based in Louisiana, and I think I oh, um, yeah. I recognize that I really love like Bayou Louisiana type sceneries. Taylor Swift is in the Frog example, but um, there's a scene like he has his own treehouse, and that treehouse is absolutely gorgeous. And then he, there's a scene where he takes her on a boat, and um, I mean, just like the scenery, just the bayou, it's beautiful, it's amazing. And so I am top, like the movie is so corny and, you know, people can argue, say it's it's not that good of a movie, but the scenery just is why I keep rewatching it so much. So Lucky mm -hmm. one's definitely on my list, <laughs> even though that picture was not that great. 
feel like that's the same thing with like leap year. Like the like thoughts, that's the best, but the views <laughs> are great. <laughs> yes. It's okay. Not every movie needs to be a five-star movie to be able right. to enjoy it. That's so true. I'm yes. trying to tell my event. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, Sarah, what is next for you? Uh, piggybacking off of the not every movie needs to be a five-star movie. <laughs> uh, I have The Horse Whisperer, 1990, oh my gosh, 96, 97. Um, but this this movie, I love horses first and foremost. So this was obviously, um, I, I was going to love it anyway. But in Montana, I mean... Brian Lee, Wally is so <laughs> overrated is and boring. Disrespect. That wow. is so disrespectful. Wally is delightful. Eva. <laughs> anyway, um, Horse Whisper is one of the greatest films of all time. Um, Kristen Scott Thomas, Robert Redford, uh, just a magical pairing. And then, of course, Baby Scarlett Johansson. Uh, and then you put it against the backdrop of Montana's mountains and prairies, and it's just absolutely stunning. So that's mine, The Horse Whisperer. Oh, I'm already obsessed nice. with this. I have not seen it, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. Nice. Jalen. Animal, animal film. <laughs> Jalen, what do <laughs> um, next, I'm going to go with Lord of the Rings, specifically the two towers. Um, this is my favorite Lord of the Rings movie out of the three, which they're all really good. So, I mean, it's like one A, one B, one C. They're mm -hmm. basically all tied. But if I have to watch one over again, it's two towers. But this one, um, specifically the part where they are running, trying to catch up to the hobbits and you just see the mountains and the rivers and the grass, like all of it just surrounding them. Like those shots are just so pretty. Um, and New Zealand's on my bucket list because of these movies. Mm. Yeah. Uh, just like what Brian said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I need to go to New Zealand um, just to go on the Lord of the Rings tours. Cause it's so pretty. Yeah. Um, and if, New Zealand is where Middle Earth is at. I will go live there because I love Middle Earth. <laughs> Amen. Amazing. Man, I guess we're all from the Midwest, I realize. Because, Sarah, you're actually <gasps> born in Illinois. Mm -hmm. I feel like Midwest girls, just something about horses. <laughs> I know, I know. So, I know. No, I was looking at the picture. I'm like, oh, okay. Nothing we like horses. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Michael, what do you got next? Um, Ratatouille. Um, nice. As one of the annoying girls who studied abroad in France, I think that <laughs> I love how they showed the city and like the, even the soundtrack, the, there's this, con yeah. this song called Le Festin and I love that montage of when, gosh, I'm forgetting his name, when they fall in love, him and Cosette, um, but I don't know. The, the views are amazing. Is it Remy? Yeah. Well, Remy's the rat. Um, oh. Brian. Sorry. <laughs> At this pick. Okay. Come on, Brian. <laughs> Brian, Brian this could be a whole episode for his hot takes, but. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
You're sidelining him. Um, But yeah, like this also when they're in the countryside and when they're in that older woman's house, like those kitchen scenes compared to like the beautiful views of like the first Arandis mom Paris is just like, chef's kiss. And these views of the Seine when they're walking up the river, really cute. Very nostalgic moment. Oh my gosh. I love it. Amazing. So pretty. Around these months. I like that we get a mix of sceneries, like some that are really like landscape focused, some more city focused. So, great. So it is back to me. And then, whew, this is tough. Well, I'm not ranking them. So I will go with. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Good pick. Good I feel like you are not human if you did not want to touch a truffula tree. Like, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely adore True. this movie, and I think obviously, Mike, I'm very passionate about sustainability, and this is like an amazing way to kind of like this film just did an amazing job at talking about you know limited natural resources, what happens when you bring like a capitalist structure that just takes and pulls away all of our natural resources to the point where there wasn't any. So um, I love how they just made this movie so captivating and just really made you fall in love with the landscape. I think that was actually the point. Um, And I just loved it. I love this movie so much. And I just wish that this was in real life so I can go visit. I know. Because, I mean, everyone just wants to just, like, rub their hand in a truffula tree. Yeah. It's my hot take. All Sarah. That was a good one. Um, oh, my gosh. What what do I even... Uh, okay, so wh- I'll save that one for last. Um, <laughs> Candace. <laughs> Candace loves the Lorax, and she means my kids love the Lorax. <laughs> <laughs> it's so pretty. It's such a pretty movie. Um, I am going to go with y'all are gonna get so sick of me talking about this movie, but <laughs> I just I love the I like the way that this film showcases the earth, not just location-wise, but in different stages of life. Um, so you have Babylon, you have uh ancient Mesopotamia. You've got all of these different, uh, the lost city of Tenochtitlan. Um, You have all of these different phases of life for the earth showcased in those spaces. And it's done so beautifully and so well. Um, I just, oh my gosh, I love it. My movie, this movie is in my top three movies of all time uh, Mm. for so many different reasons, but that is definitely one of them. Oh my so God, I love the Babylon scene. I know, I almost forget about that. That is undeniable. I mean, Eternal, say what you want about the movie. I know it has a lot of different views and opinions, but <laughs> the landscapes all like just draw, yeah. jaw-dropping. Yeah. Phenomenal. All right, well, to kind of piggyback off of Sarah, um, mine is also an MCU movie. Um, I am going with Shang-Chi. Um, I mean, there's so many gorgeous scenes in this movie. Um, is that a Pokemon? <laughs> it looks like a Pokemon. <laughs> you got to catch them all. Uh, <laughs> uh, but with Shang-Chi, I just, I fell in love with Talo. I mean, 
just that opening fight scene of his parents, like that's gorgeous um, with the trees moving and the flowers. Um, and then once you actually get in to the city and you see um, all these majestic animals, um, doesn't matter, Brian, it's real in, me, in my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's just so pretty. And again, I want to be there. Not just because that's where Morris lives, but <laughs> just because it's so magical and it looks just very peaceful and calming. And I feel like if that's what the whole world looked like, everyone would just be happier. Absolutely. Can, and this was definitely, you know that, oh, sorry, go ahead, Sierra. Yeah. I was just going to ask a, a silly question real quick, Jalen. Mm -hmm. If you had to choose between Morris and Lucky the Pizza Dog, which one would you choose? Ooh. Let's see. <laughs> um, probably Lucky because He's pretty dogs cute. are like one of my first loves. And so okay. I just got to go with dogs. But I do have a Morris plushie. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it's yeah. both. It's like, you know, every animal is basically tied. Everything is tied in my life. It's hard to pick favorites. <laughs> I think Brian has a favorite. Morris. <laughs> Nobody said Morris. Like if you follow Lucky's Instagram, I mean, you might fall in love with Lucky. It's true. <laughs> yes, Candice, we love. And this and was on my list too. I remember when that scene that you were talking about, Jalen came on. The, I'm like, I was just like, wow. You're just mesmerized by mesmerized. it. Mesmerized, and it was just like you. We I've seen a lot of those types of landscapes in like anime, but like seeing it in a more realistic. Mm -hmm. Way is just beautiful. Wow, wow, ready, Micah. Um, I was gonna say the Chronicles of Narnia, just Ooh. because of the rain. Oh, yeah, <laughs> this is the picture. Just look. I know. <laughs> I was like kind of in a rush, so my bad. You can even see that I <laughs> from Google because it hates me. Um. But yeah, like I think this movie has a lot of range. Like I just love the 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 winter scenes are like very depressing, <laughs> and you feel them. Um, but then also, like I I read that there's they like shot this in like Ireland and Hollywood Hills. They shot this movie everywhere, and I I love um, like when the landscape changes too between the seasons. It's a beautiful moment. We like fictional places here. It's okay. Yes. This is a safe space, Brian. Yes. Talking about a fictional place. Yeah. And kind of fun fact with that, but don't fact check to me because I don't know if it's actually true or not. But I read that when they filmed the scene where the little girl goes through the wardrobe the first time, like that's her reaction to seeing the set for the first time. Like they didn't show them oh, like the set cool. into Narnia. So like you got to experience it the first time. Oh that's my nice. gosh. So I mean like that, that's the perfect way to like do a big reveal like that. Mm -hmm. To not see it beforehand. So you get that genuine reaction. Especially like a, like a child. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm laughing at Anthony's comment here because... The internet has been comparing Jack Harlow to Mr. Thomas. I don't know if you don't, y'all. <laughs> yes. Jack Harlow, and I think that's hilarious. But yeah, interesting. <laughs> if if someone did not know who Jack Harlow was, me. I, oh. I mean, 
don't even know where to even begin. He's, he's the he's like a Kentucky-based um, rapper. rapper or from okay. Kentucky. Okay. He what's this um, what's this one really famous song that everybody kind of knows? Oh, just pop it. Brand new whip just hopped in. Yeah. Okay. Happened. Why yeah. is he like Mr. Thomas? He has like the curly hair. The oh. Hair. <laughs> he has like, <laughs> the <actual laughs> head. I think that was kind of cap, but I, I agree with it. So. The internet is crazy. <laughs> awesome. So, Mike, it is me now. And, um, yes, Anthony, I agree. Mine is, I could not find a good enough picture, so this is the best that I can do. And it is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Anyone knows me knows this is my second favorite film franchise. I feel like the, the reboot of Planet of the Apes is just absolutely phenomenal. And specifically, like kind of, obviously this is post-apocalyptic time period where basically apes kind of take over the world or take over the United States. And they just create this beautiful oasis and home um, and kingdom. And I love the structure because they're actually steps. You see kind of how like the, mm -hmm. the folks are like wrapping around the tree. Like that's like their staircase. And this is where Caesar and his family lives. And even the whole film feels like it's <laughs> recorded in Amero, uh, that, that old Instagram filter. And it's like kind of gray. Um, I think that just kind of the how they incorporate what used to be real world everyday US culture into now what is a little bit more abandoned, but making these like scenes that are really beautiful and these landscapes that are really beautiful really spoke a lot to me. So I definitely got to give Donna the Planet a shout out. That's a nice. choice. Good Especially it's like, it's such a functional design, like, you know, yeah. like human-centered design, but it's like, we're very similar, but the design approach is just so different. And I love how they represented that through like... Right, it's literally where apes meet, well, humans are apes, but like, you know... Evolution. But like seeing it all like stairs and mix it with the tree, like it really shows these very evolved apes and like you kind of see both kind of design elements <laughs> this is jack carlo this is a horrible picture brian we we have just been infiltrated by our yes, executive brian, producer and now he's gone he peaced out oh my gosh i am weak um okay but yeah that's me sarah Yes, sure. Let me go with, um, I'm going to go with Return of the King, specifically the um, lighting of the beacons, because it is so majestically filmed. Um, the, uh, just the scenery, like the mountain, the New Zealand mountains and um, the way that it transitions and it goes from night into dawn and it's just so, so beautiful. Um, and what it means for the movie. Um, I just, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. So that is a good choice. Brian and Anthony are distracting the hell out of me. <laughs> oh, Can you tell? <laughs> 
such a gorgeous landscape. I love, like, it's I don't beautiful. think we've seen mountains as much in our previous picks. So that was beautiful to see. Yeah. Jalen and I are going to New Zealand. Yeah. Road trip. My <laughs> husband's trip. company has a office up there. And I keep saying, if you have to go, yeah. I'm coming with you. I will hide in your suitcase. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Jalen, what do you have next? All right. So next, I'm going to go with um, Titanic, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, I'm going to go with specifically the scene where the ship first sets sail. Um, and you just get, you know, just the whole picture of the ship and the water moving. And, you know, it's it's the happy time before the sad times come. Um, but the ship itself is just a gorgeous ship. Um and I've been fascinated with Titanic since I was a little girl, um, watching all the documentaries about it. I've watched the movie a million times. Um, and every time that first scene of the ship in the water, it just gives me goosebumps each time just because it's so pretty and heartbreaking at the same time because you know yeah. what's coming. Um, but just just seeing the size of what that ship was um in 1912 is just it's just so so amazing uh samantha also just good call out interstellar that almost made my list it's alex klein of comics and cinema one of our sister podcasts um it is one of our favorite movies so it almost made the list but you'll see my number one you're gonna be like oh okay i get it Mm -hmm. a good call out. Too. That is a good one. Um, I have to rewatch the movie. I, I completely forget the opening scene from Titanic. So mm -hmm. I think this would be a timely rewatch. It's on Prime Video, I think, right now, is where you can stream it. Really? Or you could come to my house. I also own it, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can road trip down to Nebraska. <laughs> Oh, that's great. I love seeing water and film. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then, I mean, even you just see the dolphins jumping, which mm -hmm. who knows? I mean, that probably didn't actually happen, but it could have. But, you know, just in the movie, it was just so, so fun and, and cute and happy until you know what else happens. Before but still, yeah. yeah. <laughs> still, it's still one of my favorite movies. Mm -hmm. Micah? Um, I would say my next one is Into the Woods. Yes. yes. Dun, 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 dun. I like how they make the woods like the most beautiful, enchanting, welcoming place in one moment. It can just make it the scariest, like creepy place in the next moment. So I mean, the landscapes, I feel like it's very similar to like some of the other wooded landscapes that other people shared. It's just really beautiful. And then just uh, chef's kiss. I'm, I'm trying yep. to think of specific scenes, but honestly, I actually haven't seen this movie in like a year or two. So Meryl Streep is so friggin' good. Mm -hmm. And the soundtrack is fire. Oh my mm -hmm. God. Don't you know what's out there in the world? <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Stephen Sondheim. Oh, man. Yes. 
That was so great. And I, I'm noticing, Michael, there's a trend with yours. You like films where the scenery is the focal point. So whether it's scary or like enchanting or gorgeous, you just like where if the scenery just makes a presence, more of a presence. So, oh my gosh. Brian, Brian with all the hot yeah. takes. Meryl How do you ban somebody from a stream? How do you right. ban an admin? <laughs> I, can, I can put him in time out. I'm going to figure out how to ban an admin because <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's a great pick, Micah. So we're down to our last, last one. Number ones, ones, right? Yeah, number one. Well, for me, this would absolutely be my number one. And it is Ego's Planet from Guardians of the <sighs> Galaxy 2. Wow. Yeah. When I say this, this film, like, even though we obviously kind of like how you mentioned, Jalen, like, you know, things are not going to go, like, go well at the end. Every time I rewatch this, I always forget Ego's a bad guy because I'm like, wow, you created something so beautiful. He must have been yeah. a person. And this, <laughs> right. I, I just love the landscape and especially like the individual scenes where everyone is kind of interacting with, the Guardians are interacting with the landscape. Like when Star-Lord and Ego are like throwing that like ball, like that rainbow ball and they're playing catch or no. No, that was the energy ball. But the when I think Gamora was like messing around with like the water and stuff. It was very enchanting. Take Micah's word from how she described into the woods and oh, just love everything about the scene. Love it. It was talking about was okay, so was was that your number one before we did our rewatch? It probably was not. So we did a rewatch, and I was I took a Dota Ink. <laughs> there it is. Four twenty one now. It was amazing. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely think that added to it, Sarah. Just seeing it in that state of mind for sure. I mean, it's still very stunning camera work. So, or right. visual effects work. Just want to say hi to Kristen. Hey. hey, Kristen. Or maybe Brian still, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> or is it, yeah, it's probably Brian. <laughs> so my my number one um, is has been my number one since it released in theaters 11 years ago now. It's Tree of Life. Um, that can't, oh, that picture quality is terrible, but um, it is so stunning. It's a Terrence Malick film, um, Jessica Chastain, Brad Pitt, Sean Penn, um, and like a gaggle of super talented little kids. I don't know where he found them, but um, it's just a beautiful movie. And for the same reason that I love The Eternals, where it showcases different stages of life of the earth, that's kind of the same um, theme in Tree of Life. And Chloe, actually, who did The Eternals, Chloe cites Tree of Life as one of her uh, inspirations for her film. So there are similarities. But for those same reasons, that's why I love Tree of Life. It's my number one. Sarah's really getting me hip. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have a watch list now. Um, you have to, it's so good. 
I feel like Sarah's theme is time. Mm. Yes. Yep. Like showing, representing different points of time. Yes. And those historical callbacks. Is it because she was a history major? Probably Wait. another life. Yes, I was. Well, <laughs> theater. I mean. Yeah, were you a history theater. major? Where are you getting that from, Micah? I go, I, maybe. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so She's <laughs> trying out her um, I think you, psychic ability. You made it up. <laughs> totally yeah. <laughs> I do look like a history professor, though. <laughs> oh, Alright, Jalen, what is your top pick or yes, so pick? my number one, um, I'm sure once I say it will be a big surprise to everyone listening. <laughs> um, but my number one is March of the Penguins. Shocker. Oh, nice. <laughs> Not Beautiful. only um is this movie amazing because of the penguins, but just all of the views you get of Antarctica. Um, you get a view like this of just the giant glaciers. Um, you get sunset pics. You get water views. Um, you get, you know, winter storm views. It's just everything is all in this movie. And even though I know Antarctica um, will be a billion degrees under zero, I still want to go there <laughs> and <laughs> sit with the penguins. <laughs> Um, and just seeing what they go through just to find their their soulmate is yes. just so sweet. The the journey they go on. Um and their eggs. And yes, it's just it's just amazing what these animals can do and what they have to go through um that hike just to get to their their nesting ground. Um and like I said, they just live in an amazing place. And we need to protect the earth so that they can keep living there because I don't want it to melt and go away. That's, oh my gosh, that is <laughs> such a great pick. <laughs> our, Good tie in. Uh, that was great. Are Boston Terriers just dog versions of Emperor Penguin? <laughs> they kind of are. <laughs> they kind of are. They have the same coloring as them. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, was that Lucy? <laughs> <laughs> Brian is just trolling I'm, at this point. I'm not even going to acknowledge that because that's rude. <laughs> like, well, he said underrated this time, though. So I guess oh, that means he okay. likes it. Oh, it is underrated. I guess yes, I'm just, yes. I'm too oh, upset yes, about yes. all the other comments. <laughs> um, My pick is, I'm surprised no one else picked it, but Avatar. Um, yeah. Look at both the world of worlds like i remember first seeing this movie there was so much hype i knew that it was like being created for 20 years and then i think it just this beautiful oasis that you just grow like i mean we've all kind of grew up in like the midwest where you know Lots of highways, lacking sense of space, like cornfields. <laughs> yeah, cornfields, and like th this landscape is just like everything that we don't see, and just it's the connection of life, which is really the theme that you can just see it in everything. Like everything that's glowing, it's like it's like <clears throat> physical connection. Um, the the visuals are insane, insane, and I feel like it definitely set the the tone for 
other um, like new world movies like, to follow. Um, one of my all time favorites. That's great. This picture is giving um, Wakanda, like or yeah, the um, yeah ancestral plane. Yeah, the and the scene where those little floaty things. Um, yeah, it reminds me of the Groot in Guardians One. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's a yeah, great pullout. And I oh my I love that scene when they like interconnect their like with their hair. Like oh. mm -hmm. everything about that movie is so good. <laughs> Especially like you felt like when they started destroying this, like you were you were already an hour and a half and you like fell in love with this place and then they started to destroy it and it just like I feel like everyone was like, by any means necessary, please <laughs> get rid of these people. Mm -hmm. Humans, but yeah. at least we get like four more movies of this planet. Yes. If, if they four? get made. I don't know. He's making wow. like four of them. I mean, so he speaking, says, I mean, who knows? It's great because. Oh my gosh, just I'm thinking about where the technology is now in terms of filmmaking, because this movie obviously was ahead of its time in so many ways. So it's like, what is the next frontier for Avatar? Yeah. It gives me goosebumps just thinking about that. Right. Especially the 3D, the 3D glasses were so pretty. Yes. Oh. Well, y'all, um, everyone in the comments, <laughs> Um, feel free to add any ones that you, maybe some of the ones we mentioned were on your list. Maybe some of them weren't. Feel free to comment those. But it is now time for... I don't know who Al Gore is, and at this point I'm too afraid to ask. Our, our question segment. Where we're about. <laughs> at this point I'm too afraid to ask questions again y'all should um keep adding them to the doc we're going to be doing like a q a episode next week right Ooh, Sometime. i think so yes you're yeah, right. i think it's next week so we're going to be answering all anonymous you can submit them anonymously but questions that you want us to answer um so it looks like the first question that we have is why do girls go into the bathroom together? <laughs> <laughs> so many reasons. Right. I mean, have they seen Harry Potter? Hermione gets attacked by a troll in the bathroom. That's There's reason valid. number one. That yep. way you have someone to help fight the trolls. trolls. <laughs> Literally growing up with obviously a twin sister, I think it's always just like be brief. Yeah, debrief. Okay, let's go to the bathroom. Let's talk. Like, okay, let's align ourselves. But also, too, it's just like, you know, you bring lipstick, lip gloss, mascara into the mix. Like, sometimes you just want to freshen up. You get that second opinion. Like, and, and we also, like, just imagine if you had a jumpsuit and you go into the bathroom. Who's going to zip that up for you? Yeah. Right. So it's so many different factors. Fashion, makeup, debrief, like all that can go mm -hmm. into it. And then sometimes you don't, especially if you're at like a party, you don't want to like be alone and like navigate the party by yourself. It just be yeah. Right. Because that mm -hmm. walk from the bathroom to where your friends are could be very long and confusing, especially if you're drunk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and any unwanted company. Uh, your wing woman can just push them away. Yep. Yep. Or if you know it's that time of the month showed up unexpectedly. Supplies. Some supplies. 
<laughs> someone's going to have something in their bag yep. for you yep. to use. So. Yes. <laughs> it's a great point. Mm -hmm. Um, should I ask the next, the next yeah, one? So, um, this one, <laughs> this one, um, I'm just going to say it. What is a weave? <laughs> that is a great question. I did not submit this, <laughs> but it is a great question. That is great question because I think a lot of people are afraid to ask. Yeah. But I feel like, honestly, Micah, let me know if you think differently. I think weave is more like black vernacular for extensions. Yeah. So extensions are the same thing as weave. They're the same exact thing. Um, the I same would... extensions that Ariana Grande wears and that luscious ponytail is the same weave that Beyonce can wear. It's all like the same Thing. Yeah. And just making your hair longer in any way. So like my braids, I guess you can consider it weave because they're adding like sitting hair to it. People wouldn't them. say that braids are weave. I would that was the only nuance that I was gonna add. Like, I agree with that. Like people are usually it's like extensions are like wigs, sewing, like uh clipping, you know, any additional hair. But braiding hair is like people just it's, it's a little bit different. You would just right. say, Oh, she has braids. What Maya has, or box braids, is like the braids, like the individual braids you often see. So right. sometimes people are like, oh, is that a weave and it's braids? It's just like, ah. I mean, technically, but yeah, usually when it's like wearing like straight or wearing it curly, like when you just give your own hair more volume and more length, it's typically a weave. So, okay, can I ask a clarifying question? Mm -hmm. So is, so a wig, could also interchangeably be referred to as a weave or? Yes. Because it's an extension of hair. Yes, your okay. hair. hair extensions. So, okay. and I think, I, I think we, like under Micah's definition, if it, we take braids out of it, a weave can be a wig or any sew-in. Or added hair. Yeah, added hair, of, oh yeah, added hair of any kind. A ponytail that I was just wearing like our first episode. That was literally came into like a bag. And I wrapped it around my hair. <laughs> um, that's great because I think a lot of the times people, there's so much nuance when it comes to black hair. So I'm happy that people can, someone asked that so we can clarify it because I think the biggest takeaway is okay, you know the definition of weave, but don't ask, is that a weave? Yeah, never, is so, is never just comment on like, unless you're giving a compliment, then that's it. Like, I would say- You can just say compliment on your hair because at the end of the day, if you bought it, it's your hair. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I just feel like it just air on the caution, like just air on the cautious side of not commenting. I feel like on a black woman's hair because yeah. it's yeah. always a little, just with like so much stigma, policy, opinions around it. It's just always, yeah. I would say people react differently. So- that's always like the safest option. I feel like saying weave in a conversation about someone else's hair shouldn't be used. I honestly don't even know if I've ever heard of it. Like I would personally just not like the white person say the word weave. I know. <laughs> That's fair. No, like, yeah. you know, like Maya said, it's like African-American vernacular for extension. So it just feels like a, yeah, it, it, it just feels like a little weird. Yeah, yeah. you can just see taking it back for sure. If, if we, we if we learn anything from the Oscars is people are very sensitive about their hair. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, hearing <laughs> a little caution of just 
You, know, you don't want to stay away from that topic. Like, you don't want to say, oh, you're weird. Yeah. Good. Don't <laughs> say it. Don't say it. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, a great yeah. question. That's the, yeah, no, that's good input. Okay. Fair Thanks, guys. Gals. Um, I was also told uh, to ask Micah this specifically. <laughs> Am I too old for TikTok? How, hold on, how old and what, what gender? So it for was me, just an anonymous question. It, right? It's an anonymous question, but I'm in my 30s and I'm a white woman. What do I? Definitely not. I feel like the only people who shouldn't be on TikTok are men that are of a certain age. <laughs> I feel like everybody can be on TikTok. I don't know, okay, anyone can be on TikTok. However, I don't think, as someone who works in trust and safety, their age signal is terrible. Like the fact For who? that- Finish the demographic description, Micah. The dem demographic who I don't think should be on TikTok? Yes. I think it men over the age of 30. Honestly, okay, I take that back because I feel like, okay, I'll caveat this with say where I think the algorithm is now, I don't think, I don't think this is a safe place for any adults to be exchanging with people that are under 16 years old, um, 17 yeah. years old, honestly, under 18 years old. And yeah. the age signal is so terrible on TikTok. So it's a place where people that are older, it's a very, very much a place where predatory, like could incubate predatory behavior. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to say like, it, whatever your intentions are, like there's, you know, there's a lot of people of all ages and the different types of content curated for them. But um, so in terms of making content, I wouldn't say there's an age limit, but I do say that I have, I would caveat that and I guess scale back my comment and say, I think there should be better age enforcement on the platform and who can interact on the platform um, mm -hmm. better. So that's my, that's my- For, Like browsing and, and commenting yeah. and all that? Okay. Commenting. I, yeah, I, I, that makes sense. I 100% disagree with that comment <laughs> and I want this to go on record. <laughs> I feel like there's a space for everybody on TikTok. There's old, old men that is gonna show me how to grill there's a guy that I follow and his whole thing is like showing me how to grill. And I'm like, I love, I love that content. There's so many people, like I feel like there's always a space and expertise that people can display. Obviously, yeah, like if you're a predator, you shouldn't be on the platform, but, and again, TikTok has a long way to go, like you said about their signal and how they're, you know, how many people interface with their content. But I feel like there's a space for everybody. And that's why I feel comfortable kind of just like posting more on TikTok um, I was surprised, Mike. I didn't think you were going to say that. I thought you were everybody. <laughs> I know, like I say, hey, I I literally work in trust and safety, so that all we talk about is like, like all the lawsuits, everything, like yeah. what they're facing. It's just crazy. So again, that was my hat on for that answer. But yeah, and I, I just feel like I look at it more so like interest groups too. Right. There's you. There's always your community on TikTok. That's what I appreciate. Yeah, that's so, fair. So I feel like you can find anybody. So I, for anyone who's like wondering that, I personally think anyone can be on TikTok. I'm trying to get my mom to be on TikTok right now. Like she's older, <laughs> but she has all this like, real estate knowledge. My, my dad is on my dad is on TikTok and I do not know how I feel about it. I am 
it's it's whatever but that's 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 good to get the two the two viewpoints there mm -hmm. and both are good to think about Absolutely. But that's it. I, I'm out of questions. I don't know if there are more. Maya, did, were there more? No, I think those were just it. Jalen, do you have any thoughts on that TikTok? I mean, I barely know how to work Instagram. So <laughs> to figure out how to work TikTok, like, <laughs> I would I have to do. It's easier to just consume the content, let your algorithm learn your what your likes and dislikes. And then you get all that content. Like I train my algorithm where I get a marble content, Wattpad recommendations, <laughs> right. some fashion content. That's so it's Maya. like, huh? I say, yeah, you, your algorithm definitely knows you. Yeah. So I feel like I always tell that to people. They're like, oh, TikTok, they don't have a good experience. Or um, I think it's really important to allow your algorithm to learn who you are. Because once you start seeing the content that you enjoy, that you laugh at, that you like, you save, then you feel a little bit more empowered in creating that content because content, you kind of find your tribe. Absolutely. I will say that for sure. It's like, I think, and that's, it, I feel like there's a whole change in tides of social media. Like the girlies that did really well on Instagram and like the whole Insta model, take good pictures, build following that way by like selling a lifestyle are really struggling on TikTok where it's people with personality, skill, insight. humor, right? Like exactly. everyday people. You can't just really, I mean, there, there's some people that do the bare minimum and are, have have grown followings but for the most part you really have to build an audience by really understanding like your community and who you who you make content for and people people that want to like watch your content so yeah so jay when you talk about instagram tiktok is a whole new experience it's <laughs> I, anything else i have downloaded it but then i deleted it because i just got impatient i got <laughs> like it know me off the bat like i don't want to put in all this work yeah, but I'm sure I'll re-download it again at some point. And I mean, and my husband's constantly watching TikTok cooking videos and stuff. And I'm like, how do you even find that? Like, I I can't find anything. TikTok hates me. <laughs> it is hard to I would say hard to find things on TikTok. But I mean, there's hashtagging systems very similar. But it's to the point where you kind of just have to commit to your algorithm, like knowing you. Yeah, I'm sure I'll, I'll at some point I'll re-download it and, and get there and then start sharing funny videos with everyone. So I think everybody in the Nerd Emporium would do great on TikTok. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I totally agree with that. Um, I, I did want to ask real quick um, before we wrap up. I wanted to hear a little bit from Maya and Micah about why Earth Day is so important to y'all and the slow fashion industry. Yeah, I think And so, my fashion specifically. Yeah, so for people who don't know, Micah and I are the co-founders of MIVE. It's a made-to-measure fashion marketplace focused on ethical and sustainable fashion. Um, and just really passionate about creating clothes that serves our future world, whether it be our ecology and, or also just like our communities and making sure that anyone who's creating your clothes is not being oppressed while doing so. Um, but I think for Herb Day, for me specifically, 
it's just kind of like taking a moment to recognize that we are part of like a larger ecosystem. It's so easy for us to, you know, live in our own worlds and we don't really realize how we are taking up space and affecting our own communities. And I think it's really easy in like a capitalist society where, you know, profits are at the center of everything. We're mining resources um, at a very alarming rate and, you know, to the point of profits with other stakeholders, our earth, people, everyone are not really being consulted or even cared about. Um, so, I mean, obviously we run our business, but you know, for us, we're, we're promoting people not to consume for Earth day because, you know, there's so much that exists already in our, in our grasp. Like you have to, a lot of these companies are like Earth day, buy our like biodegradable shoes or yeah. something like that. And those products are really great and needed, but at the end of the day, like I think center of sustainability is doing the most with resources that are already existing. So this is my little tangent, Mike, is anything that you want to talk about? Yeah, I would say like Earth, like you, you mentioned a lot of things I was going to say, Maya, but I would just say generally like what I love the most about Earth Day is the opportunity just to call like corporations out because they're having their little Earth Month, Earth Day performative moment. And, you know, it's a very timely, um, like it's just a good time to really call them out because typically they're putting out claims, pledges, you know, no real action. So it's really good to be able to like, when people have a focus on it and want to like build an awareness of, about these issues because of the holiday, it's a good good time to meet them. But I would say that, you know, we, you know, we did like a Lego drive today um, to kind of support like a local product that we're we're producing but i think our, our biggest message is like people think like sustainability is like tech and like research and like everything like you know what, what does the future look like we imagine futures but we already know what like the most sustainable like economies look like we already know what a circular economy looks like you know it's like indigenous and tribal knowledge it's just the things that we're trying to reinstate that we're erased because of the colonization of colonization of this this country, this land. Um, so I think that it's just a good time to keep continue to reach people that aren't as, you know, because I I think that it's you have to be really privileged to care about the environment, right? Some mm -hmm. people are immediately, you know, thinking about their safety, you know, if they're going to make it, you know, being fed, providing for their families. So. I think this is a really good time to like use your privilege with your education, your resources, and really um, get more people to you know put more uh, pressure on these companies and governments to take um, po policy action. Yeah, that's huge. We we deal with that a lot in during Pride Month too. Yeah. Month. Yeah. The, the yeah, there's rainbow washing, green washing, woke washing washing of all sorts right. <laughs> that corporations love to do, again, as a performance. But um, yeah, and I, I think, oh crap, I had, a, I had a thought and it completely lost me. Oh, um, I just lost it again. <laughs> <laughs> Would you agree? Like, cause I know that you, um, like, you, I'm sure you experienced this. Like, I feel like there's like two demographics of people, right? Like when it comes to pride, it's like the corporate pride folks. And it's like, oh, pride programming and, you know, ah, fun, like t-shirts. Yeah. And then there's like people like, no, like 
Like how are we justice. community and how, yeah, what, what does justice look like? And I think it's the same thing. It's like the corporate, ah, sustainability, like, yeah, let's do, let's do, um, Carpe Save the dolphins. Like, yeah, exactly. And then it's like, okay, well, we know that climate, you know, the climate crisis is affecting the most vulnerable people and like under actually understand the issue. So it just like, it's very same personas, just different issues, but it's really frustrating to navigate in these holidays. <laughs> yeah, holidays. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, I guess if we could offer any sort of call to action, it's just like if there's one thing that you could think that will like lessen your consumption or like you know your output, like it could be. I mean, I, and obviously, I say this because a lot of the changes policy, like our government needs. That's to the make biggest thing. Put pressure. That's the biggest thing. It. Those. But in terms of kind of just like driving an awareness around how you as a human being are affecting your, um, you know, the world around you, like it could be mending your clothes rather you know, if you get a hole in your shirt, get a sewing kit and sew that shit up and then so you don't have to buy a new one. There's a lot of small things. Again, the what we really need is policy, but you can adopt some of those more um, practices that our grandparents have been doing. <laughs> you know, yeah. for decades and their parents um, to help kind of like understand like how do we make things more long lasting? So not everything is so temporary and mm -hmm. disposable. So that is our little rant about Earth Day. I love it. But, yes. um, Thank you. Thank you for indulging my questions. Yeah. Yeah. Very informative. Oh, so I think that's like a great way. I hope everyone enjoys their Earth Day. I would definitely encourage people to kind of look at some of those organizations that championing that justice that we talked about, that they could either like donate to or where they can learn more from. Um, and, and vote in, in November, November, it's yes. an election year. And then our, our, our local elections are happening right now, like in Thank the middle you. of it. So um, just kind of like knowing, you know, those dates so you can have your voice heard on these topics. Um, and we, we look at, like all these old people in Congress, we're gonna, be, you know, we're gonna be them out. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So like, having more of like a future perspective too is like just really important as well. But I think this is great. I love being able to talk about the things that, you know, the. Uh, it's interesting that a lot of the places we talk about are fictional, like a world where. Mm -hmm this happens that, you know, we don't currently see. And I think, you know, those worlds obviously can't be egos planet, but like a better, more vibrant earth is possible than what we see today. And with a lot of eco anxiety yeah. that we all face about doom gloom around the environment. So I think that that's something to keep in mind on earth day is that a new future is possible and we just got to work towards it and fight for it. So those are my parting words as we go into Earth Day. Cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> clink, clink, clink. clink. <laughs>